What's up, guys? Welcome back to Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil, fantastic, man. Yeah, Fuck we, me I, in the ass. I think we're settled on that now, well, right? Pretty, no, like Beyond the Veil, Beyond the Dark Veil, but either way, it's fucking fantastic, and I'm just totally cool with it. Yeah, it is fucking it. killer, man. I'm so happy with it. Yeah, dude, we got a we got the new intro that you just heard, dude. It's killer. I, you you did such a killer job, man. Uh, I tried like, to make it fun, dude. But... No, it it's so fucking retro and so hardcore. <laughs> Thanks, it's man. so got me where Would you help too. What are you well, talking I, about? I showed up and I just watched you do it. <laughs> uh, so we're back. Um, you heard our intro, yeah, um, of who we are and what we do yes. and what we talk about horror, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this time. Uh, we're gonna. We have kind of written down a format now. Yeah, we actually uh, did some homework, or at least uh, Alex did. I just, <laughs> I, I just bought the whiskey and showed Dude, up. <laughs> we're so unorganized, so we we tried to be organized for you guys. Just oh, know that awesome. we're doing it's this awesome, for you, um, for all five listeners, <laughs> <laughs> which may or may not be family members, but yeah, that's okay. It could be. But again, it's an audience. I so. know it's all good, dude. <laughs> so, did you do anything fun this week, Mike? Uh, I uh, I drank a lot. <laughs> and then uh, I drank a lot, and then uh, I drank some more. Speaking of which, <laughs> oh, we should do. We're gonna. Are we gonna? Well, do this now? okay. So, guys, I, I didn't really do shit today. I've been working in the fucking hot sun. Just so you know, we live in Arizona, and it fucking sucks. Dude, it's, I hate it's it. like three billion degrees. I, I, I catch on fire to fucking take my can out to the fucking you know curb or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I fucking I can't. I don't know what it is, but if I sweat, I hate my life. I get pissed. <laughs> And it's I'm a kind of a big guy, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna sweat anyway. I sweat when I go to the bathroom, you know. But even <laughs> still, <laughs> it's like like I just don't want to be in the hot sun. And I don't think I'm wrong in saying that it sucks because I think a lot of people hate it. Well, let's let's try this. What are we gonna well, do? Um, I got some Telemardu. It's a uh, not a really bad. It's a it's a very mild Irish whiskey. It's not bad. Oh, it's we're gonna... actually really good, guys. Okay, we're gonna do some little. I'm uh... typically a uh, Jack Daniels kind of guy. Which, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what is it called? Blue collar? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, blue collar drink. I it's not your upper class. but So I think we came to the conclusion that we're going to do this. An idea that my girlfriend had. Oh, do it, do it. Uh, Christina came up with this yeah, idea yeah, yeah. that we were going to do like horror theme shots. It could be Freddy Krueger's shots or, the you know. Yeah, like Reese's Pieces, like fucking. You're in uh, pieces. What is it? <laughs> Reese's Pieces, you're in pieces. Yeah. What's that What's that show where they sew their faces to each other's assholes or whatever? What's that movie? What, I oh, dude, was that a. Uh, 
Oh my uh, god. Uh, uh, human centipede. There you go, centipede. So it could be like human centipede shots and it tastes like <laughs> peanut butter. You know what I mean? Like we don't know what it's gonna be. I know, dude. But Christina has said it was since it was her idea, she said that she was gonna do oh, this. That's a cool idea. And she was gonna make it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do horror themed shots, we tell you what we're gonna put in it and how it's made, and then we're gonna try it in front of you, and then we may or may not drink them throughout the entire show Endor or continue vomit. to drink Tullamore um, <laughs> as you will. But so that's just a little glance into that. Now it's time for the... The shot? News. Oh, the news! <laughs> now from the Western Front, it's the news. Here is the fucking news. So... Uh, a little bit of news. We're not like exactly at the front line of the news here, guys. Um, but uh, we did want to bring up a few things. Okay, first of all, Evil Dead fans out there, uh, Evil Dead Two fans more particularly, fantastic. There is a Kickstarter that has been out for about three weeks now called the Evil Dead Two Official Board Game, and it is on Kickstarter. I believe it's sixty dollars minimum for the like board game, the original board game, where you can get like a, a deluxe edition for like eighty bucks. But that is going to be ending here in about five days um, from today. So it could be, we'll, we'll have to put these up this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be ending here on August 9th. It will be ending. They're at approximately about 510,000 uh, Kickstarter. They were asking for, oh, I believe, cool, like 80,000. Damn. Not bad. No, it's pretty big. It's a, it's, it looks like it's like a pretty intelligent board game. It's got a little bit of like RPG meets like. Typical general fun. No, that's game. cool, man. I've I've uh I've played a I played a, a few HPL board games. Okay. That were really HP fucking Lovecraft. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really neat. So if it's anything in that wheelhouse, it's totally fucking cool. And you're totally shooting your whiskey right now. Oops, gonna, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I need to do it myself. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Mike is drinking like a champ. There is no more class that you can experience than watching Mike take a shot right now. I just want you folks to know that out there in uh, Radio Land, I'm pretty much a thousand percent Irish. <laughs> if if uh, I need the uh, I need the whiskey for my blood to pump properly through my body. Oh, dude, a whiskey is my way to go. It used to be vodka, now it's whiskey. I love whiskey. You so anybody me. out there with whiskey, you're taking shots with us right now. Do it, do it, do it. Okay, so to finish that up about the Evil Dead official board game, which ends on August 9th. I guess that's the final day that they pulled, so you probably want to be ready by August 8th. Anyway, I got the $80 board, and it comes with, like... they. Oh, you did pay for it? Yeah, well, oh. I haven't paid for it yet, because, like, on Kickstarter, you put your money, you pledge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then it, on the day... It, okay, okay. Then they pull out the money, which I, I'm going to be buying that. And they got all these add-ons and stuff. Like, you can actually buy dice that are made from the wood from the original Evil Dead 2 movie. Oh, you but it's like cabin? Two, yeah, dude. Fuck, dude. That's crazy, I know. dude. It's like great, but they were like, you know, we're also going to include regular dice in there too because they're a little lopsided because wood's <laughs> not even. So, still yeah, very dude. cool. $250. Is it that cool? I mean, if you're an Uber fan, go for it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool that they offer it. So, I'm totally cool with yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, dude. I'm personally not going to be partaking in that because I'm broke <laughs> as shit. <laughs> But yeah, August 9th guide, the official Evil Dead 2 official board game. There's a recently news about a week or so ago, they just announced something. Oh, dude, you're talking about the remake of uh, Evil uh, the uh, um 
<laughs> evil. <laughs> the, into the Woods. You're talking about the... Uh, no. Blair uh, Witch. Um, uh, it. Oh, the It remake. Yes. So. Oh, they, dude. They posted the picture. What do you think of that, Mike? Uh, I'm not... I, I'm not against remakes. I kind of like uh, I like the idea of a remake, sure. depending on what film is being remake. I think we mentioned this previously. I think they need to be remaking shitty movies rather than good movies. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, Who was uh, it that said that? I, can't uh, I, 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 I saw it on Reddit, I think. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, like, Tim Curry was pretty much the definitive Pennywise. Right. He is the Pennywise. Um, the guy they got doing it now, the Skarsgård guy. Oh, yeah. Um, what is his name? Yeah, his name is Bill Skarsgård, who is from Hemlock Grove. From Hemlock Grove. He plays the character Roman on the show, (laughs) which is a vampire, if you guys don't know the show. He's a vampire. But anyways, um, I I think where they're they're falling short is uh, all the pictures I see of them, they're trying to make them sinister. Right. You know, and, and, you know, having... That's not sinister. They need need the juxtaposition of of a, a clown being happy and friendly. Yeah, you'd mentioned this before. Yeah, on like, the cover of the picture, if you guys haven't seen it, we'll include it in the um, in something in wherever we put this up. Um, you guys can check it below the, the information or whatever and see the picture yeah. of the front. It's kind of like an Entertainment Weekly picture almost <clears throat> of yeah. it. I, I want to see him being happy, you know, being right. hanging out with kids. Who's the dude who had to the, killed all the kids and put them in his uh, floorboards? Oh, that would be. Oh my god, now I'm thinking of Acid Bath, the band they did when the kite string pops, which was the art by fucking Pogo the Clown, yes. which was the alter ego of John Wayne Gacy. J- Gacy, there you go. Yeah. But like if you want to be creepy, you need to be the, you need to have the juxtaposition. Right. You know, you don't uh, being sinister and trying to be sinister isn't creepy. It's right. it's too direct forward. So I I want to see what they're going to do with it and um I've read the book a couple times. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to be able to really encapsulate what the book is about in a in a film, even if the film was two hours long. Now I've heard some of the things from the book, but I've never actually read the book. So, can you fill me in on what maybe what the original movie was missing in terms of some of the cool scenes that were in the or ideas that were in the book? Well, two things right the off the original, bat. Off the original, yeah. <clears throat> well, one of the things right off the bat, the you have all these adolescent kids who are like under. 18, like 16, 15, 14, mm-hmm. whatever their ages are. And in order for them to defeat Pennywise, they all have sex with this chick. So it ends with like a gangbang. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did not know about that. <laughs> so it's a bunch of underage kids fucking this one chick. And then. Because they're trying to like facilitate, like make love? Well, no, they're trying to like. They almost want to like connect their. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Like they, they, they want to. They grow up. They get you know more adult, and they want to connect that adulthood together in order to f- to make them more stronger. Right. And okay. they think that their way to do that is to have sex with this chick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember there was some flirtation between all the guys and the girl, and uh, what's his name dies up in the bathtub. Spoiler alert. Um, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's his name that played Jack in Three's Company? I can't oh, think of his name. Yeah. John Ritter. John Ritter um, was madly in love with that same girl. Yeah. And she was part of the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's the one that gets gangbanged? In yeah, them? they all gangbang her. Wow. And then and then even even weirder, like, granted. So Pennywise is really just a good character in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's hooking them all up, dude. He's high fiving them. <laughs> <laughs> we all fuck down here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, uh, 
And then, if I remember correctly, the very ending of the movie gets, or the uh, ending of the book, it's weird. Like, it's this weird psychological thing with, like, a turtle flying through space, and they're fighting a turtle. And it sounds stupid, but, man, it really that's, does what sound the, stupid. That, that's what the book is about, <laughs> if I remember correctly, because it's been a while since I've read it. But I just remember a bunch of kids having sex with this chick. Wow. Yeah, that's that puts a whole new spin on the dude. And I remember being a kid and like, like no bullshit, like jacking off to it because I didn't have porn. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, Beyond the veil. Beyond the veil. <laughs> okay, so so we got the new picture though. Yeah, yeah. So now that we know that there was a bunch of gang gang banging in the book, which I. I don't know how many people have read the book, but that's news to me. And maybe I watch too many movies and make too much music or whatever the fuck it is. I try to read as much as I can, but I <laughs> I know that I did not read that. Going along the theme that you're talking about with the whole... And I won't go into too far okay, into this, okay, just okay. so for timing reasons. I feel like he's kind of got, like, you know, a friendlier... Because to me, like, I don't know, to me, Pennywise in the, in the original movie, miniseries... Yeah. He was... He had those fucking jagged ass teeth. Not always. Yeah. But at that one scene where he's just like, ah. And it just looks like he's raking his teeth across your flesh, like with his I know, mind. I know. But, um, I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody can ever replace him. So, you know, we all thought that fucking what's his name was going to be a shitty Batman or Joker. Oh, Keith Ledger. Keith Ledger. And we all thought he was going to be bad. Like, everybody was like, oh my God. Fuck, fuck that, that guy. And you know what? He the movie it. fucking, he was the ama- most amazing part of that film. Because of that film, I really feel like it pushed, like, superheroes way to the forefront. Yeah, dude. And I sure. think Heath Ledger no, really sure. made that happen. It's so unfortunate that he died, but we never know. Bill Skarsgård could be the Heath Ledger of it. I, I hope, man. I hope, man. Uh, we all hope, I, oh, I, no, I, sure, I think. Sure. Because it's like, why are you even touching this? <laughs> and we're talking about the length of it. It needs to be like at least three hours. Right? Well, there's a, there's so much content in the book, man. I don't think they're going to be able to put all that content. Just generally speaking, yeah. I mean, that's why some Harry Potter movies were split into multiple movies. Right. You know, there's so much content in the book. I mean, there's a lot of gays. And that... even those didn't even have everything. Oh, you're right. So, I think I read somewhere that they're going to keep a lot of the gay stuff in the It movie. Really? Because there, there's well, a... it's probably more accepted now and. Well, there, there was there's a couple. TV. If I remember correctly, there's a scene where like, you know how, how there's the kids and there's the, the 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 slickers that fight them. Okay. Uh, the slickers, greasers, greasers, slickers, yeah. whatever. But they're kind of gay. But there's a there's a scene in the book where they're they're blowing a bunch of dudes and some kids are really? watching. <laughs> Dude, I need to pick up this book. There's some spank material. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just gotta you gotta go behind the curtain in order to buy it. <laughs> But well, if if I remember correctly, but yeah, they, I think they're I think them I don't know if I read if they're gonna keep that stuff or get rid of it. Well, I think a lot of the smart writers are really trying to keep that spirit of the original, and I think that's probably the best way to go if you're gonna do a remake. Yeah, is to try to add stuff that the original didn't add. Yeah, to make it more sinister and more fucked up do, and real. Seriously, man. So hopefully that's what they 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 think too. But you know, I'd say eighty percent chance that it's probably not. So they always fuck something up. Okay, so next in the news, we just saw a recent 
uh, trailer for um, anthology fans, which of uh, you are new to this a little bit, but it's called ABCs of Death 2.5. 2.5. Yes. And which basically, if you guys are familiar with the ABCs of Death, it is what they call an anthology. An anthology is a shitload of directors from A to Z, literally 26 directors and 26 writers or whatever, they get to do a short film and they get to basically talk about the letter A or B or all the way to Z and they get to name it. And they don't even tell you what it is until it's after it's done. Well, there was already two put out and they did mildly popular actually huh. off the backs of another anthology called VHS, yeah. um, which is it's got like an overarching story, but generally it's just a bunch of different stories within. So ABC's of Death 2.5. Now, when ABC's of Death came out, it was pretty well unknown. So they had all their directors pretty much picked out. There was a couple extra ones. I think they had like 10 or 12 or something like that. But then when ABC's of Death 2 came out, they added some of the ones that applied to be directors for that, added them to the second one. Mm. So after the second one released they decided be, they had over 500 entrants. So 500 wow. directors decided to give their film to this cause known as ABCs of Death. And they were able to actually salvage an entire, almost like a third part to ABCs of Death. Damn, dude. So they have a 2.5. So it's not part three, it's 2.5. Now, I don't know the exact date, but I know that... It came out really recent. It, it you can watch it on Vimeo for two dollars and ninety nine cents. Why not? I'm really excited about watching that. Mike has never seen this, guys. Why? Well, yeah, I. They're schooling a, him right now. No, dude, straight up, man. There's a <laughs> lot of a lot of more modern horror that I'm not into because uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff I see that doesn't do anything for me. Like sure. even on a good day, I don't get a half chub. It just doesn't do it for me. Well, I think when you've seen as many movies as we've probably seen, or as like the upper 25% of moviegoers have seen, yeah, yeah. you start to find typical tropes that you're like, yep, yeah. not going to watch this. You got it. You got Walk it. Well, like, and we'll have to have another episode about that, but uh, yeah, I refuse to watch Paranormal Activity. Yeah, which I, I actually don't mind the first three. I... I I have never seen any of them, and I refuse to watch them. We'll have to do a review on that and see what you think, because I'm curious to know myself. All right, and to skip along, after the ABCs of Death 2.5, which is released on Vimeo for $2.99, you can find out about this news, which is pretty big. For a lot of you moviegoers out there, you probably know the hell spawn of releasing Blu-rays, which is known as Lionsgate. And a lot of people may or may not know about this, I still appreciate Lionsgate. So if you're listening, we love you. But just listen to us a little bit more. <laughs> Fans of Lionsgate films who started off basically making Z-grade, as yeah. they call it, yeah, yeah. horror movies, became they got rich off the backs of movies that were shit. Like, in the Hollywood industry, they're shit. But to fans, they're like gold. Um, but Vestron, if you guys are familiar with Vestron, 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 Vestron was big and then Lionsgate bought all their movies, but Vestron did stuff like Dirty Dancing. But aside oh, really? from that, they Nobody have, puts baby in the they're going to be releasing a collector's edition. They're going to be releasing special editions in the vein of like Scream Factory, which is another company that does this stuff called, yeah. they're going to be doing Chopping Mall. Oh, Chopping Mall. 
blood diner. We're, we're, we're shopping costume an arm and a leg. Yes, <laughs> dude. I remember the cover. It was like a claw, like a metal hand with like a bag, and it was like an eye and an ear. Oh, dude. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude. It's a great movie. It's one of the classic uh, headshot scenes where the head gets oh, exploded. Oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> so we got Chopping Mall, <clears throat> Blood Diner, which is kind of like a cult fan favorite now. It's become never, that. Never seen it. Waxwork 1 and 2. Oh, my God. That's uh, that's my masturbatory. That's your favorite? Oh, dude. Waxwork 1 is fucking phenomenal, man. Okay. What do you think you liked about that? Uh, it's it's fun. I like horror movies that don't take itself too seriously. You know, I yeah, oh, it totally is. It was it was very. Sh- not, I wouldn't say schlocky, but, but no, I I know what you're saying. It's it's fun. It knows that it's having fun, and it goes down that road. And I love movies that have <clears throat> different dimensions. So being able to fall into a wax display and then fall into that type of movie, yeah. living movie, yeah. is really amazing as an idea. Um, it's. I, to be honest, I think if they would have... I don't know why it didn't get pop more popular. Like, Waxwork is I a know. great idea. Um, Waxwork 2, which is called Lost in, in Time. Lost in Time, yeah. I actually prefer that one a little bit more because they had the technology and the money. <laughs> Although, I, I think if you had to compare the two, I think one is the better one. Visually, though, the second one to me was a little bit more... I don't know. It just felt right. But they're going to be releasing those two. Wow. wow. They're going to be also doing Return of the Living Dead 3, part 3, which was like 90s, (laughs) where people were getting piercings and shit like that. And then the immortal Chud 2. Oh, Chud 2. Bud the Chud. Cannibalistic underground humanoid dweller. Which is the best one of the two. (laughs) Honestly, it really is. The first one... Almost reminds me of like some shitty 60s movie that should not have been made. You know what I mean? Like one of those yeah, yeah. like, I don't know, it's kind of like a Corman, like Roger Corman movie. No, I hear you, I hear you. The first one was, but the second one was along the lines of making fun of itself and just kind of riding the ride. Wait, I, I never saw the sequel. Like, oh. <clears throat> I know what you mean, like like it's in, on, it's in on its own joke. Yeah. You know. The I, first one took itself way <clears throat> too seriously. And it was like these under, it's called, stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underdwellers. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cannibalistic Underground Humanoid Dwellers. There you go. At, <laughs> however, I fuck, I'm a little drunk here. <laughs> you but, are not as drunk as I am, dude. No, dude, I got you beat. <laughs> big puss over here. But yeah, um, that's a big news. I know we're like really dragging this news out, but that's big news to <clears> me because I'm, you know, for us collectors out there, having some of these movies, because... Honestly, you can't even get Bud the Chud. I think you might be able to get it on beta and VHS. But it's Dude. like $150. Dude, it, that's something we got to talk about also because there's there's other very, very, very important films that are not on DVD, that are not on uh, Blu-ray, that are only on VHS that I cannot get my hands on that we need to talk about. Sure, yeah. I mean, so. I have Bud the Chud, Chud 2, on uh it's like a different region i think it might be from germany oh wow and it, and it may even have like implanted subtitles you know <laughs> what i mean like it's like in another language yeah yeah but i have it and it's actually pretty cool it's got a like a zombie kind of feel to it like the first one had to do with like like these creatures that look like swamp monsters or something huh. 
And they were like, they look like fucking, what is that movie? Ghoulies. Oh, ghoulies. It looked like the, Man, like, made swamp me scared of the toilet. kind of looking thing. <laughs> but they look like ghoulies with, like, glowing eyes. But oh, then man. the second one, it's like they get infected. And they're like zombies that, like, just murder and kill people. And Bud the Chud is basically, like, kind of like your Dawn of the Dead, or no, Day of the Dead character. Um, what was his name? Was his name Bud as well? Bud, it was. Where he, he was chained up and yeah. they, they made him like... It, Read and shave yeah. and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So they kind of stole that probably. I wonder which one came first. That'll be interesting. <laughs> if you guys know, let us know in the comments. Yeah, for sure, man. Oh, yeah. It looks like... Uh, I'm assuming that people have seen the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. It's been around for a while. It's, um, it's not the first time that we've had a project like that. Uh, it, it's it's our introduction, or for most people, an introduction into uh, found footage films. Right. Yeah. But they just released the trailer. For the new one. They just revealed that it was the new Blair Witch. Yeah. Or the sequel, right? For the yeah. original movie. Yeah. Well, it, it, and I want to I see it, but I don't know what it's going to do for me. Before the Blair Witch, there was uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Right. And before Cannibal, and then after Cannibal Holocaust, there was uh, The Last Broadcast. Okay. And then after the last broadcast, which I think they actually had a, a lawsuit against uh, the Blair Witch guys. Was it? I think I think they went to court. Oh, it was just just before Blair, uh, Blair Witch. It could be. I don't. And know. I'm pretty sure it was the it was the the fucking New Jersey Devil. Oh, the Jersey Devil. That's what they called it. It was yeah. like in the woods, and they were like, "Oh, you stole the idea." No, yeah, you, I think you might be right. <clears throat> well. So, the new trailer just got released like a week ago or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did you think of the trailer? Nothing spectacular. No? It was It was like, I was like, yeah, okay. You know what's weird? I saw the original trailer, which was titled The Woods, quote unquote, before they announced that it was actually a Blair Witch sequel. Oh, oh yeah. Which makes me go kind of like, okay, were they just trying to trick us for old sake? <laughs> You know, like they did with the Blair Witch and fuck with our heads. Yeah. Or did they go, oh, this might be a good idea, and then add it later. I saw the Woods trailer, which came out like, I think it was like a year ago, maybe eight months ago. And I was like, oh, this might be cool. Like, what is this? Like, this looks like ominous and weird. But turns out it's the Blair Witch sequel from the original. And this guy's going after his sister, who was in the original movie. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, so that just came out, and I guess that'll segue us into our main topic for today. Well, yeah, for uh, found footage films. Right. Let's talk about, since we're already talking about The Blair Witch, let's talk about when The Blair Witch released and how it affected everybody. Dude, right off the bat with with The Blair Witch, like, um, I remember when it came out, like, I didn't know if it was actually real or not. Because I, I got on board with everybody else. I think a lot of people did. Oh, I know. I Even remember, if they don't want to admit it. <clears throat> I know. I remember like, doing Which research. Which was 99, 1999, yeah, by the way. much, man. I remember getting, uh, doing research online, seeing it in theaters, and like not bu- not bullshitting you in any way, shape, or form, crying on the way home. Really? Yeah, because it was so fucking devastatingly fucking haunting to me. And it, it really fucked me up. That I, was probably the first time that that advertising had done anything like wow. well you had the war of the worlds thing right oh you mean like hg wells you mean yeah hg wells did the war yeah. of the worlds which yeah. is probably one of the first at like like they fucked some people up oh i know like dude, they thought sure. it was a real <laughs> broadcast yeah but i don't know if that was intentional or not this was intentional yeah 
And I literally live, no joke, 20 minutes from Burkittsville, Maryland. Wow. So even I, living as close as I did, didn't even know about that. Damn, dude. So it was interesting to, like, I'm sure, like, I knew in the back of my head it wasn't probably real. But I think when you're just so into, like, that kind of thing, you just really want it to be real. I know. You went to the theater when it opened up. Oh yeah, I I I think I may have seen it. Uh, I think I saw it a couple times. I just I just remember I saw it at Mills Mall, and I remember seeing it by, by myself at Mills Mall, seeing it, and just like like literally like crying towards the end of it because wow. it, it fucked me up so bad. And I standing just in the corner thing. Oh, I know. I was yeah, dude. Spoiler I was alert. like fuck, <laughs> and then crying home and like oh my god, what did I just watch? I mean, I I knew that like back in my mind it was probably fake based right. on the the research I did, but it didn't matter because it was so effective. I yeah. it kind of reminds me of me leaving the theater from Requiem of a Dream. Oh, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, there was this girl. Oh no, I don't know god, if I want to talk movie. about. This. See, that movie made me go, like, did I just hit rock bottom after doing heroin <laughs> through this whole movie? Because I feel like I just did. But yeah, I, can, I guess it's no. had the same effect. Okay, Wait, let's pour shots. This is a shot oh. moment, I think. <laughs> so basically what happened was, is, uh, but yeah, she, I, 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 I remember like watching uh, Requiem for a Dream with her, and she cried when he came out of the theater. Oh, she cried. Yeah, she cried. I remember, like, when I walked out of Requiem for a Dream, I remember going to the car and just smoking a cigarette like <laughs> I was chain smoking like three cigarettes and I was like what just happened <laughs> what did I, I just experience? hit rock bottom this is crazy and I kept telling my friends I'm like dude you have guys this is a spiritual movie oh it is and it they were really, like no it really is <laughs> you're <laughs> a fucking idiot it is a, what does God have to do with double dog and your fucking friend ass to ass I was like ass no. to ass <laughs> But seriously, I know, then I dude. come to find out, I go to look up who wrote the fucking movie, and it's literally from a guy who writes spiritual novels oh, man. about spirituality, <laughs> kind of like gonzo journalism, but like life experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, to bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back. Reel it in. Because we, we, we had heavily edited some of this part. So Blair Witch, everybody, Blair go see Blair it. Witch. It's live in the theater. No, I don't know when it's coming out. When is it coming out? I, I don't know when it's now. coming out of the closet. We'll figure it out. Let me ask you this: so that when you told your experience when you went to go see this was when you went to go see this movie. Oh yeah, movie. for sure, yeah. for sure. So that was a pretty crazy experience, dude. It was hardcore, man. For me, like mm. I remember, I drove forty-five minutes out of the way to go see it in downtown Baltimore because oh, I wow. lived like okay. between Burkittsville and Baltimore, somewhere Jerk kind is, of around Jerk there. I'd heard that there was a newspaper article in Maryland that wrote about the movie and that it was all fake. Oh, man. And I I remember vaguely seeing it and just being like, I don't want to see it. I just threw it away. (laughs) I I just put it away. I was like, I don't care. This is real. I'm going to believe it for today. So I went to the theater and we didn't get to see it. And I remember Son of Sam came out. Oh, yeah. And we weren't able to get into the first showing because it was like an early showing. This is like back when they didn't really do early showings. Yeah, yeah. So it was like first come, first serve. You couldn't buy tickets online or anything stupid like that. We went to go see Son of Sam first, and then we watched uh, The Blair Witch Project. And I remember thinking while I'm watching the movie, like, I feel really seasick right now because, like, it was really jolting to see, like, on the big screen... The camera shaking like that. Like, I don't think I was ready for that. Yeah. And it kind of made me nauseous a little bit. But, and they kept losing the fucking map. 
Like, like, why did you lose the map? Like, why would you just throw it away? Like, I remember that part. Oh, I know. He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I just threw it out. Yeah, you didn't fuck need that. it. Fuck like, that map. what? He threw fuck the you. fucking map out. Like, we're in the middle of the fucking woods. Which was Black Forest Woods or whatever, which was in... Which is very good ham. It was actually um, about 40 minutes away from Burkittsville, where oh, they really? shot that part. Oh, wow. Way. It was called... It was in, Rod, in Rockville, Maryland. I was pretty, it, it was, you know, I, I mean, that's the start of, like, some sort of found footage, and they wanted to make it seem real, yeah. so there was a lot of moving, and, you know, there wasn't any stabilization in the fucking post that they could have done to make it better, although I don't think you could have edited that to make it better, <laughs> but it felt real, and it felt like, <clears throat> oh my god, this shit's really fucking real, and finally no, but, we know. No, but you're, you're, you're here, you got a point, because, uh... Part of the reason that it was so effective was was because it it wasn't polished, right? That it it had those rough edges. Well, and they only spent fifty grand. Yeah, I know. Which was like their last dollar <clears throat> and, when and, they made it, and it made so much fucking money. It's not even funny. Like eight million. I like, know, dude. Like the first That's week. Fucking, oh, I know, dude. <laughs> dude, or it's like crazy. the first night. I think it uh, was. Can you imagine that? Like you invest fifty thousand dollars and make eight million. It's overnight. Nuts. It's nuts. Like, that's crazy. And there's some people out there that will sit there and fucking make fun of found footage or point of view or POV, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And to be honest, like, you have to have mad respect for Blair Witch. Because, like you had mentioned, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. And Make Them Die Slowly, who was like a bite off of Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, and, and, which I never saw. I was That's refer- Lucio Fulci. Oh, Fulci? Make them oh, die. yeah. I was referring to uh, the last... Broadcast. That was right before the Blair Witch. Yeah, just barely. And if if I don't remember, I I don't know if I remember correctly, but I think they tried to sue. I'm sure they didn't win. I don't remember because like it's it's pretty much down to the point where well you had it out. That doesn't mean that no one else is allowed to do. Yeah, something like that because it wasn't the same dialogue. It wasn't the same. It wasn't exactly copyright. It was just an idea that was a really good idea. Yeah, you, you, you can't really, you know, uh, copyright a concept in a way. No. That's like, that's like saying, uh, I invented rock and roll. Like, you can't do that. I invented hip-hop or rap. No, you can't do that. So I, they, they just probably yeah. threw it out. I mean, I can't say for sure, but... So you're saying last broadcast was before Cannibal Holocaust? <clears throat> no, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, last broadcast, uh, yeah. Blair Witch. Well, well, Cannibal Holocaust technically is the grandfather of it. Is the grandfather yeah. of point of view no, found correct. footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. legitimately, Cannibal Holocaust, they found the fucking tapes in the ground, looking for the people that went to go shoot a documentary about cannibals <clears throat> in the middle of some fucking islands in the middle of nowhere, and they couldn't find their people, so they found these tapes hanging from the fucking trees or whatever, right? I've never actually seen Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, you've never? <clears throat> oh my god! Yeah, fuck me in the ass, dude. dude. <clears throat> I, I've read about it. I know about it. I've never actually seen it. Oh, we I don't have a copy. So we should watch it. Yeah, I know you got okay. band practice, but... I suck. I suck. Fuck, I would totally watch that right now. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like a movie that you're like, Oh, God, this is so fucking good. Oh, God, this cannibals <laughs> and their holocaust. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, it's it's good. It's, 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 you know, it's exploitative cinema. Yeah. You know, which is always pushing the boundaries to make things normal. Yeah. You know, like it always ends up pushing the boundaries to do that. You said that you didn't earlier, that you didn't want to watch Paranormal Activity. 
I, which is along the lines of found footage in a way, because technically it was recorded, these people yeah. died, and this videotape has been found, and we're watching the, the live footage of paranormal yeah. activity. I, I have mixed feelings on uh, films like that, because uh, speaking in a previous episode, I have done a lot of paranormal investigating on my own, mm-hmm. so I, have, I, I actually have my own feelings and, and ideas on the paranormal. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel like it did it justice. Well, it's not that. It's not that, but it's like you go out of your way to learn cinematography. You go out of your way to learn like sound design mm-hmm. and acting, and, and they all don't have stuff. to do any of that. And when you do found footage, you right. fuck you get a fucking two dollar camera and just fuck it. <laughs> you know, and anybody it, can do it. I know. I mean, at the same time, I I understand why it aesthetically works, but it's it's like a big middle finger to everybody who ever tried the the craft. I totally agree. Okay, but. I feel like it's unfair. Okay. It's a little unfair because authentic means to make mistakes. Yeah. And some of the like the most authentic hand-painted things have mistakes in them. Okay. And that's why they're worth so much money. So in a way, not saying that, you know, we're not talking like paranormal activity is like the Van Gogh of fucking, <laughs> you know, film or yeah, anything yeah. like this. But <laughs> but to, to make it authentic, I think... It's kind of necessary, I guess, to make those mistakes. No, I, I hear you. I mean, I, I, I can see the aesthetic qualities of it and why it works. And I, I, I appreciate it for that. Being that I've actually done paranormal stuff on my own, like right. real, true paranormal stuff, sure. it's hard for me to watch paranormal activity being that I know what I believe to be real and what I believe to be fake. It's it's. Me and Christina really like the first two, at the very least. Okay. And the third one is kind of like, okay... The fourth one, I just couldn't get into at all. I didn't like it. I didn't think the girl who acted in it, the little girl, she was way too just into it. I don't know. It just didn't feel natural. Didn't feel like it belonged. Mm. And just and then they got into Last Rites or... Fuck, I can't remember. He, like, gets powers because the, the demon takes him over. Uh-huh. And I thought that was really kind of cool, actually. But okay. And then it kind of, like, nosedived. Oh, gotcha. And it, like, twisted itself back into the third or fourth movie oh okay and it was like oh well this happened like almost kind of like saw you know oh okay okay like it wrapped itself around it's it's interesting to know that cannibal holocaust was technically the first found footage movie yeah as far as i know it it was and it was kind of a big deal back then because they made some knockoffs of it make them die slowly Huh. Which Cannibal Holocaust, I believe, had, was banned in several countries. But it wasn't because of like how graphic it was. It was because it was it had animal murder in it. Uh-huh. And so they were like they were like killing animals. That was kind of like a big deal back then because they didn't want people to be killing animals on for for the sake of film. Mm. Like if you're doing it for food, it's one thing. <laughs> But if you're shooting it basically just to waste the animal carcass, oh man, it's not really worth it. But they like cook up the fucking turtle in it, and they kill this like weird I can't remember what it was kind of animal. But they like cut fucking animals up in it. <laughs> Damn, dude. And it's a little, it's a little, it's a little rough for some people to watch. So I can imagine back in the '80s that was pretty intense. It's not no History Channel or fucking <laughs> National Geographic, but we're I I'm personally looking for the new Blair Witch. I'd like to see what they can offer. Um, I'm have, a glass half full. No, kind of guy I'm here. With I'm that. here. I have, I have no overt expectations. I'm drunk expectations. Right now. Yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. I hope it's good. I really do. I hope it's good. I hope it just goes and, and throws a middle finger on our face like Heath Ledger did before he died. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hope it does. But, you know, nine times out of ten, it's probably not. Yeah. It's probably going to be some fucking somebody's idea that's never seen a movie in their life, thinks it's the greatest thing ever, and then they get quoted, and then that's what they hang on, and then everybody hates it, and then banishes it from their fucking existence. So who knows? I don't know. I, I think you need to watch Paranormal 1, 2, 3. I have it. I'll let you borrow it. I gotta watch it. I like. I have no... Well, if, if you want me to watch it, I get no problems watching it. Sure. I just... I always had an aversion to watching it being that I've actually done paranormal sure. investigating. And I was always afraid it was going to be very offensive. Maybe it's and, been long enough that you can just look at it as a movie. Yeah. And you may like it. Who knows? No, I'll, I'll give it a it's shot. It's not great. It's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I really think the first three are okay. But the rest I'm really not fond of. Okay. No, so, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a watch. The newest one I think is called Ghost Dimension. And, like, that, a hole opens up that, in the wall, like yeah. some poltergeist shit. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like the closet, you know, in Poltergeist, you know what I'm talking about? What'd you think of the new Poltergeist movie? Never saw it. I had no desire to really? see it. Really? Dude, I... I saw <clears throat> it in the theater. How was it? Let me know. I the, didn't, the, I didn't the see The remake? It. The remake, yeah. Not mm. good. Well, it was boring. <laughs> Jesus It Christ. was like... It's like if someone was <clears throat> to put on some fresh underwear, it had dirty streaks all over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just got in. They just got in shit in their pants. They yeah, dude, it was a total blowout. <laughs> it like had no feeling. It was almost like they mimicked the words oh, poorly. It, okay, imagine it this way. Let's 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 imagine for a second. Okay. That we're going to the theater <laughs> to go see some, uh, some play, and we're gonna watch Poltergeist. Poltergeist. The Broadway. The show. Broadway. And someone's like, they're here. He would be pissed off. Like, that's kind of what it felt like. It felt like they were just taking something and just... There was too much CGI, not oh, enough. Oh, man. That's, that's the thing that really pisses me off. Why, in this day and age, that we've already been through how many fucking CGI nightmares that you can't get it through your fucking head, that it's important... To do fucking practical effects. Oh, dude, this is a whole other conversation, but I'm with you on. God, it's so, dude, dude, you don't, you don't even need. Think about like a house on the hill. Right. The original. I don't mean the one that. I actually don't mind the remake because it's completely different than the original. I'm talking about the uh, the the black and white one. Oh yeah. Okay. No practical effects. Nothing. It's all sound. It's where a lot of like Sam Raimi got his ideas for uh, Evil Dead. Okay. There's some stuff in The Haunting that Sam Raimi directly ripped off, and not in a bad way, in a cool way. Okay. Where, like, it has, like, the, uh, they do, like, a shot of the corner of the wall, and you hear a noise of, like, a creek or, you know, pool. Okay. And it goes to another one, and it's like... Oh. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, like, where he was doing that. Yeah, okay. But it's, um... I didn't know that. Yeah, it's one of his big influences. And the, the book... Uh, House on Haunted Hill is uh, it's one that Stephen King's considered like uh, he considered it one of the most horrifying books ever written. I will say this: I love Stephen King, but there has been some of his his clout, so to speak. Yeah, has been minimized. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I don't. Well, okay, and I'm sure some of you guys are gonna fucking hate no. Me give for give this. it up. Give it up because I I I've read. Have you guys almost, ever seen The Witch? It's a not, brand new movie I've, that I've came out like it. a year and a half I've not ago. Seen it yet. 
So let's just look at cinema today. Okay. We got in your face, ADD, fucking riddled, fucking, I can't fucking pay attention. Don't fucking take me on this fucking emotional ride, fucking bullshit. Uh, they, they basically just throw everything at you. And it's like to keep people attentive. I feel like The Witch, which had good intentions and wasn't well, it was well acted. It was well written. Okay. It was well, everything was really great about it, but it just didn't take me to where I wanted to go. Oh, okay. I wanted it to go off the fucking rails a little bit. Okay. Okay. But it never did that. It just sort of like at the very end, it takes you there to a degree. And it just like, it kind of like felt like I got horror blue balls from it. (laughs) Like I am used to that dread. So to people who are not used to dread in a movie, oh my God, this is really uncomfortable. Like what is going on? And like, I just, it has to have some payoff. And it just, the witch didn't. And Stephen King was like, this is the scariest movie ever made. Fuck, I gotta see. Well, and now I'm like, uh, and then I watched it and I was like, I guess I don't like Stephen King. Well, he, I don't well, know, you know what I mean? That's what it made me feel like. He's also all, all up on the nuts of uh, Stranger Things. And you know what? And we've talked about yeah, that. Yeah. It is a great show. Yeah. It is a jumbled mess of a show <laughs> in, some, and, and, in and many I, regards. I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you recognize that. It's good. There's nothing wrong with it. It stumbles its way into success. Yeah. It's not a 10, in my opinion. It is an 8. It is a, a solid fucking 8. Like yeah. a really good 8, maybe almost a 9, but it's, it's a, not It's a rock-hard 8 after yeah. a few Viagra. And you know what? I'm a little biased because of the music in it. Like, I Well, really... the music was fantastic. Right, but it didn't fit it... in some instances. Like, it felt like it didn't belong, in my opinion. Yeah. I love the strange. I love Stranger Things, by the way, guys. I, I, just so you know, I love the Stranger well, Things. I just I'm <laughs> a little bit critical about things that are like overblown out, and it's because like I think people like they start to build this momentum of like excitement, and then they just they don't look at it from a critical point of view. <clears throat> for for me, it like a uh, fuck. I don't know. I mean, like aesthetically, I liked it. You know, it looked great. It looked like if I didn't know that it was a modern film, and if I didn't recognize any of the modern actors, right, I would have thought it really was produced in the eighties, right, because it, it had that kind of aesthetics, and the uh, like I said, the music was good, um, even the uh, the the film grain effect during the uh, you know the the credit crawl at the beginning, right. where it said Stranger Things. I, uh, I think uh, all of that is great. I just I feel like. They added too many elements okay. into the pot. No, you could you, you could be right. It's like it's like it's like if you ever mixed a bunch of things that you really love together. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, I love this bit, I love this bit, I love this bit. But when you taste it all at once, yeah. it's kinda like a party in your mouth and you don't really know <laughs> And everybody's coming. Yeah. It's like everything tastes great, but is it all overwhelming like perfect no yeah. i don't feel like it was no i i'm i'm with you like and th- this is something i want to talk to i don't I, i'll talk talk about it now but it okay. may be for a different episode but uh i didn't think enough stuff was ha- enough stuff was happening fast enough for me i can't i it's like i felt like like if i had to describe this show to somebody who'd never seen it mm-hmm. i would say like there's a lady who lost her kid there's a cop there's some kids and some government program 
and there's something about communicating with another dimension or something, I guess. And there's a monster, and that's about it. I think it hits all the right marks with the general population. I think, you know, it's got a little bit of that Stephen King '50s sort of like yeah, for oh for sure for kid sure. camaraderie. You, you got it. You which got is it. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like that movie that what's his name did, where the kids find the alien that like little oh, cube. Uh, oh my god, I can't think of it either. But J.J. Uh, Abrams directed it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, J.J. Abrams did it. Yeah, that's right. Super 8. Oh, there you go. Super 8. So it had that... that, that it did. It did, for sure. Stephen King's really good about talking about childhood. Yeah, for sure. And he's really good at just making that sort of vibe of, like, camaraderie between friends yeah. and, like... Yeah. And, like, I think a lot of people have really, like, kind of ripped that off in a way, and Super 8 did it, and I think that Stranger Things did it in mm. a way. Oh, yeah. Just like E.T. did it, uh, and, like, sure. like sure. all of them have the same kind of camaraderie in that sense, but, like, mm. a little bit of it is a, is a little bit disjointed, but, and I'm sure you guys are going to fucking hate me for fucking saying that, but just, I'm not being critical to be cool, I'm being critical to... Because you, you know, because because you know what you're talking about. I, I feel like I do. You I don't do. know. Like I just, like I just, I'm not willing to jerk off on the fucking movie or the no, show right now. I'm with you. I'm well. Yeah. Like it. Like I would not turn someone away from this show. No, absolutely not. But for me, like when I would watch it, I would literally have it on TV, and I'm not joking around. And then I would be like, Do I need to clean the cat boxes? I should probably clean the cat boxes. <laughs> Well, you know, or maybe, maybe I should do the dishes. <laughs> well, the movie, I mean, you got to remember, it's like, I'm sure that whoever wrote it, and maybe they're not, I have no idea what they've written yeah, before. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you. But, like, writing a movie versus writing a TV show is completely different. Yeah, it's different. And I feel like writers have kind of gotten that formula now. Like, they know that they kind of have to keep you on a cliffhanger a little bit, yeah. to some degree. Yeah, yeah. Each episode. No. It, so... No. It's like you expect something fucking crazy to happen at the end of that episode so that it'll drag you into the next. I'm glad you went in that direction because uh, I was thinking about that. When I would watch Stranger Things, I felt like it was just a regular show that they sprinkled weird shit in. Right. And uh, Like really I, good random cool parts. Yeah. Like, right? But but I watched the, ne- the next episode because I wanted to see if something stranger would happen. Right. And it never really did. I heard that the se- the next season is going to be a sequel to the first season. Really? That's what I heard. So it's a direct sequel. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I mean, it's really risky to do it any other way. But, like, I just don't... Where are they going to take it from there? I don't know. They, they it, it, It's like they killed... Well, shit, I don't want to say. <laughs> we'll say whatever. I don't want to say. No, fuck it. I, all I know is, like, I have so many questions. Like, um... Where did Elle go? Well, I don't remember the names. Did she die? Well, <laughs> I don't know the names. That's how invested I was. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you are listening uh, now, then please turn off your headphones for the next 20 seconds. Ask your children to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> the kids in the government program. Was it a government program? It was a government program. She was L. Well, she was 11. Do you know that? Was it, was it the government? Was it shadow government? Was it foreign government? Do you know that? It was a branch of the underground government that was a branch of the underground government. <laughs> so they didn't really know of each other. Okay. So like the shop and Stephen King, kinda. Okay, it is very Stephen King, very E.T., very Goonies. They all pull from that greater. Yeah, you know. So like, so, what what was the uh, 
Like, it's very, a lot of HBL stuff, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But what was the stuff with the spores? Was it, uh, was, was this organization creating a portal or where? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I know that they were fucking with something, but they didn't really go into the, like, mechanics and the scientific fucking... <clears throat> but but th- that's what I'm getting at. Is that because the writers were dipshits? Or is that because they want people to tune into the next season? I think I think they did it right in okay. that sense. Because okay. I think if they started getting into the logistics of the whole thing, it would have lost its feeling. Okay. It would have lost the vibe. Okay. And I think the vibe... The general vibe is good. And I, maybe that's why sequels don't do as well sometimes. Yeah, because they try to answer all the questions that no. you had from the first no, one. No, you're right, dude. I, I keep thinking about the, the, the conversation I have with everybody is like, I don't want to know who killed Laura Palmer. Right. Because once you do... And we talked about in the first episode, we were talking about if you reveal what the creature is and how you can kill it or yeah. how it's going to kill you, you can somehow rationalize with your death. Yeah. And whether you're going to live or not and yeah. how you can evade it. So that takes away some of the element of mystery. And I think Stranger Things does have some sort of element of mystery mixed does, with a lot of really good elements. But overall, I think it's like an 8, 8.5. I think 8.5 is probably the best I could get I, it. For me, maybe like a, aesthetically, it was like a 9 or 9.5. Okay. But as far as like enjoyment level Seven. and story... No, maybe more like a 5. Really? Or a 4. It, it just didn't do it for... Like, literally, like I'm watching the show going like... I really want to like this, but I should probably do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, and like I was saying, you know, maybe the the fact that it makes you crave something. A show can be good, yeah, in the fact that it makes you want to know what happens next. But it may not be good overall in the story. Yeah. Just because something makes you addicted doesn't mean it's some cheap fucking heroin that makes you addicted to doing it. It just makes it interesting and make you want to want it more. So it's tricked you into thinking it's amazing. Not that Stranger Things isn't amazing, guys. It's very good, very good. I know that you're all going to cut my throat and fucking stab me in public. Yeah, I get one hand free talking about it. Like, I'm sure that people will. They'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is a great show. Like, no, it is a great show. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, I just and, think... And that's the thing, too. Like I was saying, like, it's... It didn't it didn't do it for me. But it, it, well, here's a good example. Sometimes I see a band play, right? They're very good musicians. They're great equipment, good at what they do, but it's not my type of music. Right. And Stranger Things was... It seemed like my type of music. Sure. But it just didn't do it for me. It tricked you. It tricked me. It but tricked you. Like what I'm saying, you need to... And I don't want to fucking beat a dead horse... Supernatural. So, no, I started watching it. Oh, you did? Christina is not as fond of it as, or as understanding of it. It's a little dated. So because of the breed of shows that we have been accustomed okay, to, okay. it's a little hard to get back into. <laughs> I do like it. I I just feel it's... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to watch more, but I don't think she is. So I'm probably going to end up watching it by myself. Oh. She likes it, but she doesn't. Like, there's some things that they say are so 90s. <laughs> like, it really is. It's almost like they are, even though it was written in the in 2000, whatever, 2007, it feels yeah. like it has that 90s. Oh, I know, I know. A little bit of 90s cheese in there, you know what I mean? And it was a WB show. Oh, I know, I know. So. Uh, for I don't know, for, for some fucking reason, like, we'll have to, and we'll have to talk about it in another, another sure. episode. But, uh. It, it literally feels like 
someone reached into my head, scanned my brain, and created a TV show just, for, about, just yeah. for me. Because Supernatural really is a thousand percent who I am personality-wise. We're going to do a goodbye shot. Yeah, I got to get to practice from another band, and uh, yep. we got a show with, uh, oh yeah. Uh, Nash. Yeah, we're doing the show with Pig. And, October 6th? Uh, uh, I don't know what it is. but I think uh, it's October. But Nick so is if you guys are tuned in, we'll be at the show. And they're yes. going to play a great show. And they've got some surprises that may or may not involve other band members. <laughs> On the next episode, we talked about maybe doing some sort of a... Well, like, I guess this whole thing's kind of a review in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to make you watch ABCs of Death and VHS. I will You're going to catch them. up to speed. That's like five movies right there. I will. <laughs> not including 2.5, which oh, we just shit. talked okay, about. Okay, okay, okay. So we're going to talk about 2.5 next time all right. and all the other... Right. So you got you got yeah. like five movies to watch, six <laughs> movies total. Do you think you can handle that? I can handle that shit. I can handle that <laughs> eight and a half inch cock. <laughs> yes, he's been in my house many times before, folks. No, but yeah, thanks guys for coming by. Mike, oh, you want to sure, sign man. us out? You can't see the horns, but you got them. <laughs> you guys are fantastic. Uh, check us out next time. Uh, Beyond the Veil, something something dot com. We don't have the domain yet. Yeah, if you guys have anything that you're interested in us talking about, maybe we'll do a segment where we, like, answer something. I don't know. Like, give us some ideas. I mean, we're fucking all about horror, so we really don't care. Like, if there's one person that's like, you guys are awesome, we're cool with that. Yeah, I want to talk about, like, not only horror, a 70s exploitation, 80s exploitation, uh, and sci-fi. I want to get And you're going to school me on a lot of that 70s stuff because... I mean, I know some 70s stuff, okay, okay. so it's going to be kind of new to me, so this is good. Yeah, like, This is uh, where we can toss the weight around. Oh, no, for sure. Like, I'm big into, like, uh, speaking of sci-fi, I'm big into sci-fi TV. Okay, yeah, and I'm down with that, too. Like, uh, just just an example, like uh, Continuum, you know Continuum? Yes. It is phenomenal. I watched some of it, but I don't remember. I, I have an autographed script from the uh, first season. Continuum is where, like, they have uh, the terrorist, and uh, she's the... Kira Cameron's the the cop, and they have a device that explodes and sends them. Oh yes, no, I do remember that. Yeah, and then there's like two of the different people. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that now. It's been a while, but yeah. Oh no, that one. um, Sliders. I'm so into sliders. So if you guys are into some sci-fi too, you know we're open to that. We'll fuck anybody. We'll fuck anybody. We'll fuck any genre. But yes, I mean we like to keep everything horror here, but we're into all kinds of crazy shit, sci-fi reality whatever so if you guys have anything suggestions or anything let us know we're cool do it up man check us out Episode from Alex and Mike. By the way, I have no pets.